Good morning, everybody. I hear the the fire alarm outside my apartment. I wonder if they're going to burn another palm tree, which they burned last weekend next to my apartment. Is this New York or what? I am here with the lovely, gorgeous, incredibly talented Grace Fraga. Fraga, right? Yes, you got it. Did I got it right? I love that rolling R. That was beautiful. I can't believe I can do that. You know, some people can't do that. Others can. So we're going to talk about, is it mastectomy or mastectomy? I always get it mixed. It's, I know, it's spelled mastectomy, but it's mastectomy. Mastectomy. Okay. Yes. We're going to talk about the three breasts, right? <laughs> the three boobs. <laughs> the three boobs, the three breasts. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've known each other for a little while. What was it? In 2015, how I got on the Tom Green show. I don't know when he was redoing it again. And he asked me to be a, a host. Oh, my God. And I had two people on you. And Pinky. Remember Pinky? Yes. yes. Whatever happened to Pinky? I don't know. I've, I've seen her on TikTok, but I have no idea. I've, I kind of lost touch with her. I got to bring her on here. She'd make really an interesting subject when she talks about her life. You know, she used to be rich and I don't know what happened. But today it's all about you, Gracie. It's all about you. <coughs> Excuse me. We met. And I said, you'd be great on the show, which you were, and you were a blonde back then, right? Yes, I was. I had long blonde hair before my cancer journey, yes. So tell me about that. So you were great on that show, and you were a great comedian, and I just want to honor our friend Marty Ross, who, like, any time I could call him up on the phone, Marty! (laughs) We did a few things together, you know, for different shows, senior couples and all that stuff, shit. And he would, could I tell you something about Marty? Yes. He was the world's worst driver. Did you ever drive with him? Never. I never had the pleasure. Oh, my God. He was on his phone, like, looking for the shortest route, speeding up. No. He was the worst driver, but (laughs) to the end, never gave up to the end of his life. I know. I know. And he was your cancer person, right? Yeah, he was my cancer person. Tell me about that first. Tell me about what happened with you. Let's talk about your cancer thing that happened. Yes, let's talk about cancer. Let's talk about let's cancer. Talk about cancer. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, yeah, well, uh, in you know, in 2020, obviously, I didn't get my mammogram because it was kind of like a mess and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, I'll skip it. So I get a mammogram in April. No, it was March to uh, 2021. And, uh, you know, they call me back like, you need to come back. And, you know, I've done that. Sometimes it's like a cyst or something that's not really important. Uh, but I go back and it's like, well, your BIRADS 5. And I'm like, what's that? I Google it. What's a BIRADS? What does that mean? BIRADS 5. Well, I had no idea. So I Googled it and it said, well, you have 95% chance that this is cancer. So I was like, no, I'm going to be totally in denial. I'm going to be in the 5%. I know I will. This is not possible. You know, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm, you know, I work out, my, uh, you know, diet is really healthy too. Like it can't happen. It just, no. And uh, well, turned out to be cancer. Not only that, but it was stage three. So I had two big tumors. Uh, one was seven centimeters, which is pretty big. 
The other one was 3.9. And then I had some little, what's called DCIS, which is self-contained little balls. Um, so yeah, so they, they were like mastectomy and Marty, as a matter of fact, um, when it went from like, you're going to get a lumpectomy to no, we found all these tumors in your breast. You're going to get a mastectomy, which means they take your whole breast out. I called Marty crying on the phone. He was so sweet. You know, he was kind of like my father figure, you know, like my surrogate father. And he was like, oh, sweetheart. And, you know, I'm so sorry. And, you know, and I was, I called him while I was driving. <laughs> I did. I pulled a Marty. <laughs> <laughs> he was so sweet. He, he just like, you know, and, and from then on, we started, you know, we were friends and we texted almost every day. And from then on, mm-hmm. we were like inseparable. Like every day I would get a good morning text with like four or five hearts, you know, and I would respond the same way. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, every single day. And as soon after I got diagnosed, he got diagnosed with leukemia. So we were both, I know. So it was, uh, we were both healing each other, you know, talking, uh, both comedians talking about death, how funny death is. <laughs> yeah, real <laughs> funny, right? Yeah, it's hilarious. No, it's, it's actually funny. You know, he really taught me uh, how to just laugh at it because we're that's one sure thing we're all gonna die we're exiting this dimension and we're going to another dimension so it's okay we're still gonna be alive just in a different way uh so you know talking to him and and you know having his support meant the world to me it was just Mm -hmm. a huge part and I miss him terribly I don't want to cry but I do miss him terribly it's okay if you cry it's all right (laughs) You could always reach out to me. You know, I'm everybody, TikTok Bubby, but I'm everybody's Bubby. So, you know, not everybody reaches out to me all the time. I wish they would just like, you know, just to, te- yeah. I could t- I start texting you, make sure you're okay. Same. So we found out then what happened. Well, then, you know, I got a mastectomy with reconstruction. Oh, wait a minute. Let's start with the boyfriend or the guy you were seeing. Or oh, what? Mm-hmm. About that. Let's talk about that man. Mm-hmm. Okay, he wasn't technically a boyfriend boyfriend because we just started dating and like almost two months into starting dating, I got diagnosed. Um, in the beginning, he was supportive-ish, um, but then he started getting cold. What does that mean? Wait, 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 wait. Supportive-ish? <laughs> what does that mean, girl? Well, he was supportive, but he wanted out. Um, and I know that. Uh, I just felt it. He started getting colder. And I was like, you know, listen, I've been through cancer treatment with my father through chemo, and I know how hard it is to go through it and to see somebody go through it. It's it's not a fun thing to go through. So three times I said, I understand if you want to exit and just be friends. I Mm. understand. There's the door. Exit. We'll be friends. Right. No, I would never do that to somebody I'm seeing because he wanted to be the good guy, right? So right. that way had you slept with him? Oh yes, yes. And he oh, okay. actually, oh, yeah. right. Yes, you well yeah, he slept uh we slept together many times and then oh. uh he slept with me until um two days before my surgery. And after my surgery, guess what? He didn't go visit me at the hospital. He came home to visit me 10 days with some funky ass smelling flowers and said, I only have an hour. <laughs> yeah. Not even good flowers. 
I he was like, I have an hour because tomorrow I'm going to Disneyland with a friend, a female friend. I was like, wow, 10 days after he just, okay. So I was like, this guy, can I curse? Of course you can curse. Of course. I just asked. I was like, yeah, good, good. I was like, because this is the time to curse. Um, I was like, this motherfucker wants out, but he doesn't have the balls to tell me. So what I did is I tested him. And I was like, we would make plans and he would not only cancel, sometimes ghost me. Like he would be, you know, like I'll be there at eight. It was nine. He wasn't here. And I'll be like, where are you? Are you alive? Oh, I just, I'm cleaning my garage. I was like, this guy is. Oh, you know, I love that word ghost, which used to be in the old days. He stood you up. Yes. They used to say, did you get stood up? That's what oh, now no. it's ghosting. Who stands up? A cancer patient. A bastard. A I mean, Especially when I gave him an out three times. Not once. Three times. Okay, where did you meet this person? Well, he's a friend of a friend, you know, um, who, by the way, the friend uh, said to me that he told him that he didn't want to date me anymore because quote unquote, I didn't sign up for this. Okay. So is he a famous person? No. Oh, okay. Well, forget it then. We don't want to know who he is. If he's not famous, I don't want to know who he is. <laughs> Nobody wants to know, but if uh, you're dating him, run. Because <laughs> he is. Oh, well, I'm married. I'm not dating anybody but my husband. Right. Yeah, good. Good for you. Because the market well, is you know, ever, There's ups and downs with marriage too. Honey. I mean, trust me when I tell you that. Yes, of course. I've been married twice and engaged twice. So I know. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would get married again. But, but you know, the thing is, what what I did is when this guy did this, um, he was like, I want to be your friend. I was like, look, my friends are real. They don't play with my feelings. And they really love me. So you do mm. not qualify to be my friend. So bye. Wish you the best. Love, forgive, and release. That's what I did. Even though I still call him a phone number, did you block him? I blocked him, yes. yes. Good. Good. Yeah. I would have told you to do that, block him. Absolutely, because uh, honestly, I don't want a friend like that's not a friend. That's not the kind of friend that I want in my life. So, um, so yeah, uh, I what I did is I Googled and I was like, okay, let's see how many women get abandoned by their boyfriends or their husbands. You have no idea the amount of blogs out there and chat rooms and, and like all kinds of things. Women get abandoned by their spouse because they get a mastectomy and they don't have their breast or they have a different size breast than the other, or the, the men just can't handle the cancer journey. Unfreaking believable. Like I was stunned and husbands do that. Like what? Bastards. I know. I mean, wow. It's like my friends were all my angels. Like I have, especially my friend Heather, my my angel, total angel. She was there mm. with me. My ride or die. Um, you know, she took me to the hospital. She was there with me. I trust her with my life. You know, when I'm drugged out coming from propofol. 
<laughs> my slip oh, oh, ooh. Yeah. I love wall. It's amazing. Uh, I actually came back from like the surgery, right? It was a five and a half hour surgery because they did the reconstruction right then and there. Wow. So wow. I come back to the room and she's there and I'm like, she said, I completely forgot because you have amnesia, right? Um, but she said, I said, I want to take the gloss off because I want to meet her, my new boo. <laughs> like she was my newborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you cannot do that, Grace. You can't touch the gloss. No, but she's my baby. <laughs> I was like, I want to meet my baby, my new boob. So, uh, and then I had to pee. Apparently this is all like me completely forgetting I did this. And so I'm like, I need to pee. And the nurses are like, do you need help? And for Heather's like, no, no, I got this. I got this. So we go to the bathroom and I'm like, I can't wipe. And she goes, okay, let me see if I can. She says, I put my butt up in the air. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? I'm just going to interject. When my mother moved in with us, you know, years of the last year of her life, I remember like when she came to, to the house, she was living there and she ate stuff she shouldn't have eaten. And right away when she came into the into the um, the bathroom, she poops all over herself and I'm wiping her and cleaning her and everything. And then I look at her for JJ and I go, oh, my God, that's what mine's going to look like at 85. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, so, the, you know, the hanging lips and the whole story, like I always oh. used to tell comedy. <laughs> yeah, so there, anyway, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So go ahead. I just had to interject. You had a peek into the future. Yes. Oh, it's 10 years away. So I guess, you know, it's happening. Well, it's happening for all of us. Again, we're all aging. And let me tell you what, I am honored and very happy to be aging because the alternative is death. I wasn't ready to die. Right, good. Yeah, I wasn't. I was stage three. And let me tell you, from chemo, 25% of people die during chemo because it is so harsh. I always Mm. tell people, if you're going to have cancer, make sure you're healthy. (laughs) Right, right. And, And a little, you know, like my best friend, she has a, she's had a brain tumor and she moved here to be near us. But she is like a fighter like you. So yeah. it's amazing, you know. And the thing of it is, is she's a bigger person. So that's helped her in chemo because. Yes, know. absolutely. You know what I did? Because I saw my dad go through chemo and how we have the same body where, you know, he passed away, but both very athletic, you know, muscular and strong. And I saw him like go like a little bird. Like he put on, I remember, I'll never forget. He put on his leather jacket and he goes, Ooh, it's so heavy. Mm. This is from an athletic man that if you saw him swim, he was so healthy. Uh, So I was like, you know what? I'm going to fatten myself up like a little pig. And I, oh girl, I ate, like I would order myself (laughs) Grubhub, like steak and potatoes. And you know, it's not good for cancer to eat that, but I fattened myself up. I gained like 15 pounds. I would yeah, waddle to my treatments. You know, I was like, what? See, that's the thing. That's what I see with her. She's a big gal. And since I've known her, she's lost weight, but she was a big gal. So that really helped her. My mother too, she was at cancer. So, you know, she was a big gal. So, you know, 
Yes, yes. No, I uh, I'm a Leo with Leo rising. So I'm built like a freaking lion. Leo Leo yes. So Leo, uh, Leo, I love that. Yes, no, it's a good combination. And I also have moon and Virgo. I have Virgo dominant chart. So I have like the Oh, everything specifically has to be usually I'm not like a Virgo. Mm, Virgo. Girl, but that was amazing for chemo because I read all about it. I bought all the stuff like preventative, you know, like you're gonna have dry eyes. I got I have my drops. You're gonna have, you know, uh diarrhea. I have all my diarrhea. <laughs> you know, it's like I was prepared for chemo girl. I was like, bring it. I'm going to, you know, I had a list of things. I prepped, I got fat, and I survived chemo. The sixth chemo, though, let me tell you, I got out of there. And I swear, I was like, I could almost, like, I couldn't breathe. This is from, I'm an athlete, okay? I was a competitive swimmer, and I still work out. So this is from an athlete. I never experienced that. I was like, you know, like, and I had to, like, stop and just, I was like, hold on. You know, I told Heather, I just can't walk right now. I had to stop for like a minute. It was so overwhelming because all that it's cumulative, you know, it stays in your system. So by the six chemo, it's like, girl, it was, it was rough. What's the three breaths? Tell me about that thing. The three boobs. The three boobs. Okay. Let's go to the fun part. Okay. So, (laughs) so I got now, okay. So I got the mastectomy. So they took my boob out and they reconstructed it. Now, the way they reconstructed is they put a big, the biggest implant under my pec, pec, okay? And then they put cadaver tissue around it. So I gave, I always give names to my body parts, especially when I'm welcoming them to my body, right? So I called the silicone implant Tracy and the cadaver tissue Tommy. And then I'm like, oh my God, my new boobs initials are titty. <laughs> so... <laughs> plan for it so she's titty and this one the other one the original boob the other one is big mama mama. yeah so the new one is perky it looks 22 the other one is she doesn't like to say her age big mama (laughs) but she's been around the block so one is perky and the other one is saggy so they have different zip codes So my third boob is the guy I was seeing. What's his name? No, we don't want to conjure that energy up. Okay, <laughs> his name him. is Fat. Fat. I'm calling him Fat. Okay, I'm calling him Asshole. <laughs> okay, that means get out. It's Fat. Stinky. It's puke. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, you know what? Sometimes it's good when people exit your life because when you go through something like this, you see people for who they really are. And this is just one person, but this love and support when I came out after, because I Mm -hmm. wanted to wait until all my treatment was done and I was feeling a little bit better. I came out and I can't even tell you the love and support was insane. It was amazing. It was beautiful. You know, like people just, I I was overwhelmed. I had to, when I posted it on Facebook the first time that, you know, uh, that I had cancer and that's why I haven't been around. I had like 900 likes and I only have like 4,000 some friends. So that's a lot of likes. That's Uh, a lot of 
By yeah. the way, you know, Marty told, wouldn't tell. Finally, he told me, but, you know, he's saying, I can't tell you who has cancer, but tell me, Marty, I want to know. Tell me besides you so I can reach out to any. He finally admitted that it was you. And I went, well, why didn't you tell me before? She didn't want anybody to know. And I went. Yeah, I know. I just see. Well, like when we talked, I told you something. Like if you, you know, would have called me out of the blue, like, hey, do you want to do my podcast or whatever? I would have told you, you know, certain people I would have felt comfortable saying, but I didn't want to call people and tell them or, or make it known. You know, I just needed that energy to heal I needed it to be okay okay yeah I just you know that some people are go the opposite way some people need to like Marty like Marty exactly I and Mm -hmm. Marty completely respected my and understood you know my my feelings about it um and he was like but you can help other people I was like Marty I will do that once I feel better (laughs) because right now I can only help myself I just felt like shit. I mean, I went through surgery, chemo, and radiation back to back. That's a lot. Oh, my God. How how long was the process of that, like, surgery, chemo, radiation? Uh, Yes. Surgery was July 16th. I started chemo September 9th, ended December 16th, but who's counting? (laughs) And and that was six sessions of chemo and then 30 sessions of radiation they're like five minutes each and so it was 30 and it was from january to march uh let me tell you two weeks after radiation i was still feeling kind of shitty uh i teach swimming in the summer and you know the the season Uh, two weeks after i was teaching swimming i was in the pool with my little three hairs (laughs) i left over from chemo (laughs) I had three hairs and Mm. I was teaching swimming and I was pushing myself to get healthy again. I, you know, and it was, it's incredible. My, my doctor is like, you're crazy because nobody does that. Like doing a physical job, you know, like that. It's very, very physical. So, uh, but I, you know, I, I wanted to, I want, I'm still recovering. I'm probably 90% there because it takes at least a year to recover from all that. Now we're going to wrap up soon. So I want to want you to give advice about like, yes, relationships and, and your cancer and, you know, what, what would you advise people first of all to do? Well, the most important thing is if you are going through your cancer journey, you know how people say fight cancer and fuck cancer. My take on it is cancer is your own body messing up. Like it got the message wrong. Like, oh, let's party. Let's, you know, let's feed off of glucose. Let's just go crazy. And those are the cancer cells, right? And your body doesn't catch it for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. so it's your own body. Your cancer cells are your cells. So why right. would I fuck myself or fight myself? I decided I am not even going to say that or claim that. So what I call it is my cancer healing journey. And what I did every day, yes, I saw myself healed. And I was like, I am perfectly healed. I would completely go into that quantum timeline where I'm perfectly healed. I'm perfectly healthy. That was my mantra every day. And that kept me very positive kept me joyful. Of course, I would have moments where I would look at myself in the mirror and I would see this 
pale person with dark circles, no eyebrows, no eyelashes, no hair. And mm. I would cry. I would cry, look in the mirror, cry, cry, cry. And then I was like, okay, we got that out. I acknowledge my sadness. I let it go. I just, it flows away with my tears. And now let's go back to my cancer healing journey, which, okay. Yeah. So back to my joy, my peace. And it actually, when I felt, you know, this is my personal experience, but I felt that by having that attitude of cancer healing journey, I actually, my spiritual life just went to a whole different level where being by yourself, you know, facing the possibility of death and feeling very weak and, and not being able to do the things that you love and just focusing on that just allowed me to be more um, aware of who I am and my higher self, I call it, right? We all have that higher self. And so right. I feel like it allowed me to access that higher self more readily than before. So, um, so yeah, I would advise people to say, call it my cancer healing journey and to visualize them themselves perfectly healthy and perfectly healed. Now, do you want to say anything else to anybody out there? Any like, all the single women, all the single, anything the single else? Women? Okay. Yeah. All the single women, girl, listen, it's tough out there. Okay. There's a- <laughs> <laughs> it is. I always say, you know, the older we get, the dating pool like shrinks. I feel like I have two options now. Like a man's dick shrinks. That's oh my God. Well, dick is overrated. We won't even go there with that, but we'll go another time. Girl, the dick is overrated. I learned. I know. Single ladies, don't worry about finding the right person. Find yourself. You have everything inside you. That's right. If somebody makes your life better and you make their life better, great. And if you never find that person or that person never comes into your, it's okay. Have fun by yourself and with your friends. There you go. Love yourself. That's what, you know, that's what I believe. We should give ourselves flat like that thing. Give yourself flowers. Take ourselves out on a yes. day. Girl. You know, do that for yourself. Woo. I've been so doing this great Miss Gracie, I love you so much for coming into you. my morning podcast. So where I know you're a comedian. What's your next show? Um, I am doing a show at the Berkshire House on, let me look, February the 15th. And then I have a okay. show at one of my favorite rooms, Tower Comedy Studio, downtown LA, on March 4th at 7.30. So those are my go two. see them, everybody. Go see this, and she's writing a book, so that's good too. So see, I get some interesting people in this. Thank you for coming on my show. I love you. I love you. And if no one told you uh, they love you today, I love you because you're you. Oh, oh you. all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit whatever I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna put it up soon, and we'll hopefully everything. Bye, Grace. Bye. Thank you so much. This was fun. Thank you. Oh, here we go.